Hey y'all, I'm Billy. And I'm Christy. And you are listening to the 12 Days of Front Porchmas. Nice. Yes. Uh, do you want to explain what that is in case somebody just happened to stumble <laughs> upon this uh, wackiness? It is a shorter version of the longer version of the title, which I'm actually really pleased that that is working. It's flowing off your tongue. But the longer explanation of it is we have decided that we want to give... Well, I was going to say the people, but I'm going to say Nicole, uh, what she wanted. We're giving all the porchies. Okay. She's the she's not the only one that listens I right know, now. I okay. know. But isn't she the one that asked for? Yeah, basically, I off offhanded comment uh-huh. said something, and she's like, "We'll do it." And you know, here yeah, we are. I'm, I'm do, it's an early birthday present. <laughs> That's right. Our birthday is in January, so we'll celebrate now. But we're celebrating the 12 days leading up to Christmas, which we do know that this is actually supposed to be the 12 days after Christmas. However, we're doing it on the way to Christmas, and we're trying to give Porchies just a little bit of taste of our Christmas festivities. No, not really, but here we are anyway. Good job. (laughs) Good job. That feels a little half-hearted. Yeah. So it's our 12 days of Christmas in this year, which may be the only year. <laughs> we don't know yet. Uh, we are going through the 12 days of Christmas song. Yeah. And up till now, they've all been birds. Yeah. <laughs> and we are on day number seven. And guess what day number seven is? Is it more birds? It is more birds. Wow. Let me drop some new knowledge on you. <laughs> new uh, to us. Well, it's new to somebody. Okay. I've known this. Oh, you have? Yes. For You're so smart. At least a week or two. Oh, okay. Uh, so Iona and Peter Opie note in their Indispensable Guide to Nursery Rhymes, the Oxford Dictionary of Nursery Rhymes, mm-hmm. the 12 days of Christmas is a rhyme or chant mm-hmm. whose meaning has yet to be satisfactorily explained. Mm. They add, if it has any. I love it. So here we are trying to figure out what the presents on the 12 days of Christmas represent, mm-hmm. and they may not represent anything. I'm and okay originally, with that. when we started with this idea, basically, we were going to make fun of every 12 days, <laughs> make fun of every day of the 12 days. And it's turned into more of a knowledge cast <laughs> instead of a funny <laughs> cast. Oh, well, that's okay. That's okay. Um, I kind of like the not knowing thing. Typically, I really like knowing but I am okay with there being some mysteries and I kind of like knowing on this end of it that we probably won't fully know because it it bothers me when I know there's an answer and I just don't know it right I don't think there's an answer to this there have been some people over the years that have tried to explain these things Mm -hmm. and they've been totally wrong Mm -hmm. because they put their meaning to it hundreds of years after the song was written or the chant was written. It most likely was a children's game. Right. And then families started playing it along with them, and then it was eventually set uh, to music. What year that. was it written or published or oh, first known? <laughs> if you had asked me that before we started, I'd made sure I had those notes. Sorry. Uh, the earliest known version appeared in a 1780 children's book. 1780. And the book was Mirth Without Mischief. And where? You said French, right? We believe it was a a French thing. Okay. Hmm. Which, again, that's where people may have got confused early on where it repeats and they may Mm -hmm. have translated partridge. And then, really, the next line is probably a partridge, but in in French, Mm -hmm. which sounds like in a pear tree, Mm -hmm. uh, which is where people kind of 
messed up <laughs> on that particular uh, thing there. If it were up to me, I probably would have done the same thing. Changed it to a pear tree? Mm, misunderstood. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the words appear to have been derived from a French original. Okay. When the tomb was first set, we cannot say for sure, although the most familiar one, including the distinctive delivery of the line five gold rings, mm -hmm. which has been changed to five golden rings, at least in the United States, that was published in 1909. Oh, boy. So okay. Not, uh, not that long ago. No, not in, not in the big scheme of things, no. No, not at all. I mean, I wasn't around there, but... Uh, no. I, I know some people that were. <laughs> Do you? Yes. I mean, we'll stop there, because oh. <laughs> we may turn dark in a hurry here. Oh, no. All right, so here we are. Um, let's just recap real okay. quick. So, on the first day of Christmas... Yes. Your true love gave to you... Yes, a partridge and a pear tree. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. All right, on the second day of Christmas, your true love gave to you... Two turtle doves. On the third day of Christmas, your true love gave to you... Uh, uh, French hens. How many? Three. Yes, three French hens. <laughs> Do you think there's some importance here that they say the number? Mm, well, I mean, if it goes back into it's some sort of a nursery rhyme or some sort of uh, device to memorize things, that that's all I can figure is it okay. just gives it a little bit more um, ability to memorize. I don't know. Okay. On the fourth day of Christmas, your true love gave to you. Uh, four. Oh, my gosh. What's wrong with me? Four. Uh, how much time do you have? Nope. Four. Four. Turtle doves? No, it was two Dang. turtle doves. Four calling birds. Calling birds. I think part of my problem is I know it better backwards. So Going like, backwards? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. we can do that then. Okay. So we'll start with, uh, well, let's start with today. Seventh day. <laughs> well, I don't know what today is. Okay, then let's start with six. Okay. On the sixth day of Christmas, your true love gave to you. Six. Six geese a laying, five golden rings, four turtle, no, four... Mm, four, mm. Okay, so I lied. I thought that might help me, but it didn't. Calling birds. Four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge and a pear tree. All right, that's not bad. I kind of want somebody to tell me that they struggle with this too, because I have the whole time I've struggled with this. You have. I. You have. I feel like I should be embarrassed, but I don't think you should be. I don't think you should be. Um, I honestly probably would struggle too, but I look at this a lot more than you do. Yeah. Because I'm the one doing the uh, digging into stuff to, to play the games and to put you on the spot. Yes, yes. And you're actually looking at it, which I do sometimes for me, like reading and actually looking at something helps me. So I wonder if that would help me some if I would actually like look at it on the page to where I might could remember where it is on that list. So okay. I, I will I will make a little bit more effort. <laughs> well, we are up to day seven. Do you okay. know what day seven is off the top of your head? I don't. Okay. Day seven is seven swans a-swimming. Oh, I feel like I should have known this. Which I think I would prefer swans a-swimming rather than swans a-drowning. What? Well, because then they would already be dead, and I think there's something about that. You're trying to eat them, and they're already dead, yeah. and you haven't processed it, I feel like it went properly dark. enough. And I told you it was going to go dark here. 
So swines of swimming, what are your thoughts about swines? Well, I was in a social club in college and our mascot per se was a swan, which is why I'm a little disappointed that I didn't remember that off the top of my head. But uh, let's see, what do I know about swans? Um, they're beautiful, but they're mean. That's that's about the extent of it. Okay. <laughs> that's, I, and, don't, I don't really know much really about swans yeah. other than what little I've done looking into. Yeah. But Most are white, but there's a few black. I think you are correct. Okay. And we saw the movie Black Swan. We did, and that was, was freaky. Yeah, that was dark. <laughs> yes, very much so. That, not what it was sold as to me <laughs> to watch. Did so. you think it was going to be a romantic comedy? No, I don't know what I thought it was, <laughs> okay. but... It was not what somebody had, I'd heard somebody talking about Oh, it. Okay. okay. I think maybe you were interested in watching it. <laughs> I thought, oh, it seems interesting. Yeah. But then when we went to watch it, I'm like, whoa. Which we should clarify. We didn't go to watch no, it. No, when we yeah. watched it at our house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some, some porchies are going to recognize that right away and be like, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to the movie theater unless I have to. Okay. Unless it's like $5 Tuesday and it's 9 o'clock in the morning <laughs> in the heated recliners where I know I'm going to get some nice lunch afterwards. Yes. But just to the regular day for a run-of-mill movie, no thank you. By the way, Wonder Woman's coming. That's what I hear. <laughs> I just heard that now. All right, so here we are. We have uh, seven days of birds. <laughs> seven days of, of birds. You know, that's going to be what sticks in my and, head, you uh, know. <laughs> a lot. We have a lot of birds. We have a lot of birds. Which, you know, as people have tried to explain mm -hmm. what the seven days of Christmas represents or what the presents are about, mm -hmm. there was a theory that was put out there that the list of birds is a recipe of some sort. Really? Yes. Uh, so there's a, a guy, uh, Mark Forsyth. Uh -huh. In his uh, History of Christmas Customs, he wrote this book called A, Christ A Christmas Cornucopia, The Hidden Stories Behind Our Yuletide Traditions. And he puts forward the notion that the order of the birds is significant since it suggests one bird being stuffed inside another for some <laughs> grand Christmas banquet. Is this Cajun? Are we going that direction? I don't know. Is this like a French mm. version of turducken? Well, I'm thinking about size, too, now, because swans are pretty large. Like, it, could we work our way down? It potentially could work. Interesting. It potentially could work. Um, the author gives the example of a Christmas recipe from 1747, okay. in which wow. a large turkey is stuffed with a whole goose, which itself <laughs> is stuffed with a chicken, which is stuffed with a pigeon, which is stuffed with a partridge. Wow. But that, uh, that theory is most likely false. Okay. It doesn't work out because the last day of birds is today, seven days. And then we move oh. into something else. Huh. Interesting. We move into something else. And we didn't get a turkey. <laughs> and we didn't get a turkey. So <laughs> a, a, a swan is the biggest thing that you got. Okay. Um, so I have never eaten a swan. Me neither. I'm betting it's not a good thing to eat. Meaning uh, like it's illegal or something. <laughs> it's illegal to eat swans. I don't know. We could check it. Check that out. Well, I, I'm not really sure that it's uh, illegal. It, it, prob it may be in some place places. Maybe it's frowned upon. <laughs> I, I think it is frowned upon. <laughs> Swans have been a taboo food for hundreds of years. Oh, so at some point they were not. You're right. Okay. Um, and this is an article by Monica Kim called Why Don't We Eat Swans Anymore from... <laughs> From 2014, wow! Um, swans have be, have been a taboo food for hundreds of years, but they've recently become an invasive species 
Why? So why not start eating them again? Oh, meaning we've got too many of them? That's the way that it sounds. And, and basically saying that swans are birds. They're not any really different than ducks or a Christmas goose. Okay. And, you know, we eat other cute hmm. little animals like lambs or whatever. So why don't we start <laughs> well, did go dark. eating uh, swans? Often served at feast, roast swan was a favored dish in the courts of Henry VIII and oh. Elizabeth Elizabeth the first, mm. particularly when skinned and redressed with in its feathers and served with a yellow no. pepper sauce. No. Others preferred to stuff the bird with a series of increasingly smaller birds <laughs> in the style of a turducken. Wow. Swans have been the property of the crown since around the 12th century, but Edward IV's Act Concerning Swans mm-hmm. in 1482 clearly defined that, that ownership. Okay. Uh, so obviously this is related to Great Britain yes. with the rest of the article here. Well, we know um, that Henry VIII was a foodie, so I I would be open to trying them. Okay. <laughs> we'll check our local uh, grocer. <laughs> yeah, I doubt they are going to have that. Oh, well. <laughs> um, just looking through this. Uh, in Michigan, over a 10-year period, there was like a, a threefold increase in the population of swines. A little bit over wow. uh, 5,000 to now more than 15,000. And what was in the time ten frame? Years. 10 years. 10 years. It didn't wow. give actual years. That's amazing. Um, Maybe not in a good way. Yeah, I in some places, some states looks like they have put in some plans to maybe help with that to allow some hunting of swines. <laughs> No uh, way. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, nobody has ever requested swine, says <laughs> Mark Lamb, chef and owner of Henry's End in Brooklyn. Okay. Um, <laughs> his restaurant is one of the few in New York to focus on wild game, mm-hmm. and it's claimed to serve every meat imaginable, bear, turkey, or excuse me, bear, turtle, kangaroo, basically everything except swine. Hmm. Swine is not an animal that is hunted and besides, it has the cute factor going on for it. He cannot imagine it being on his menu. But who knows? We may end up having swans Interesting. on this. I wonder if they would be lean. Um, I don't know. I did see something uh, where some uh, celebrity chef said that like 10, 15 years ago, he ate one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't remember him, him saying much other than... You know, is lightly gamey, warm okay. meat. Uh-huh. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how it would be. I can't imagine imagine it being a a lot different than like a wild turkey or, sure. or duck. It'd be in that same thing. Now, obviously, it's going to be bigger than a duck, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that may change some of the meat, but interesting the taste of it. But <laughs> yeah, I do like that idea though that uh, everything's kind of a recipe up to this point, and you know, <laughs> stuffing one item into the the previous <laughs> item. But as we're going to see in the upcoming days, that's going to fall short. So that can't be true. Yeah. Well, and still, if you think about the stuffing aspect of it, you're you're going to have more of the larger bird than the smaller birds. Does that make sense? Maybe. What, though, if you did the math oh. and it worked out because, you know, you're getting seven swines, mm-hmm. you got... Well, that's six no. geese. So at the yeah. end, does it work out to where the equal number of birds? No, because there's only 12 partridges. That is true. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Maybe the partridge is an appetizer. 
served with pear. Yeah, that wouldn't work. None of, <laughs> none of that would work. So interesting. That's where we are. So much more to learn or not learn, maybe. Oh, and I got some more knowledge Ooh. for you, but I'm not going to drop it today. Okay. All right. Because then I will be pretty lean. <laughs> On some of the other days <laughs> when we're no longer that. talking about birds. So just to recap, okay, here on the 12 days of front porchmas, we <laughs> are at day seven. Mm-hmm. We uh, go back to day one. We believe I'm your true love. <laughs> you said it, not me. Mm-hmm. All right. So on the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me seven swans a swimming. Six geese a laying. Five gold rings. Oh. But most of you are probably going to say five golden rings. <laughs> Four calling birds. Three French hens. Two turtle doves. And a partridge. A partridge. There. W- <laughs> ah, you expected a partridge and a pear tree. So does that mean you get two partridges? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I okay. think it's just a, a repetitive word to kind of do it. You know, think about songs that sometimes yeah. in that last line or that last word, they just repeat it for emphasis. Confesses. That's what I think is going on there. <laughs> okay, so. I love it. Well, folks, uh, I hope you have enjoyed the seventh day of Podmas. Front oh. porch. Of, I've messed it all up. No, so but I love it. Podmas? I'm not going to edit it out. No, but leave the, it uh, be. The seventh day of Front Porchmas. There you go. Where we're taking a look at the 12 days of Christmas, which we've renamed for the purposes of the Front Porch Sessions podcast, <laughs> the 12 days of Front Porchmas. Love it. That is a mouthful. Yes, but it's better so. than the longer version. Yes, well, we have to say it all together. Yes. And just a uh, a side note for mm-hmm. you diehard porchies out there that are listening to, uh, we are recording this obviously on day six, so mm-hmm. it can be released on day seven. It's not obvious because people don't know what we're doing. <laughs> they think we get up at four in the morning and do this. Well, it's released at midnight. Oh, oh, so even, yeah. All yeah, right. or so they think way. that we recorded all the days in advance. Oh, yeah, we're not that good. Well, we could be. We just don't want to be. <laughs> It takes away some of the spontaneity. Mm. So as um, you're listening here to day seven, just mm-hmm. realize that on day six, we were roasting birds. Yes. We got some chickens in the oven. And so. I am so happy. So happy. So we're doing our best to celebrate the 12 days of Christmas mm-hmm. as we go along with you. Thanks for joining in, folks. Yeah. Uh, we're having a little bit of fun, and we hope <laughs> you are too. Um I don't remember how we kind of been wrapping these things Admin? up because it's all over the place, but we've changed it on some days. Oh, okay. But, uh, I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Aww. Remember that five-star love yeah, goes both ways, go. folks. There we go. We don't forget that part. <laughs> we do not. So go ahead and hit subscribe. <laughs> give us five stars. Even if it's possible for us to give you five stars back, we would. Tell us how. <laughs> yes. I will send me a self-address uh, stamped envelope. <laughs> And I will send you five gold so stars cheap. back. That's how it used to I be back it. in the day. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Anyway, that seems like a conversation for the regular podcast. Okay. So let's wrap up okay. day number seven of the front porch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, folks, I've been Billy. And I've been Christy. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye.